Well, hello, everyone. This is Brian Holmes, and you are listening to episode number 262 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. And in this special episode, I'm going to be sharing with you, well, from a real heart level, I'm going to be bringing you a transparent update regarding my journey, my life, how I'm really feeling about being 50 years old, how I'm really feeling about the future and where we're going going to be an awesome episode. I really want to go deep with you today and share some things from behind the curtain. I'm really honored that you're here. I know this is precious time for you, but let's get ready. Let's take it all to the next level together right now. Well, over the last two weeks, we've been talking about rising to the next level. And I know that's a cute catchphrase and everyone talks about taking it to the next level, and all of those types of things. But I tell you, I'm in a season of life right now where those words mean something very significant to me. I hope they mean something significant and very real to you as well. The premise about next level living is simply this. There is a next level for you. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing in your life, no matter whether it's relationally, maritally, in your business, your ministry, your relationships with your kids, whatever area of life you would like to apply this to, I want to challenge you today. There is a next level. Whether or not you choose to engage that next level, whether or not you choose to step into it, to rise to that level, well, that's entirely up to you. For me, personally, I've never shied away from a a challenge. I've never run from an opportunity. I've never denied myself at least the opportunity to rise to a new level in my life, in my leadership, in my business, in my ministry, in my life. I, I just know that there is something very special about where we are today, about the time in which we're living about the the temperature, the climate, the environment. And I know some of you probably consider the world that we live in very tumultuous, and really it is. No doubt, if you're like me, you probably are really up to your eyeballs with all the negativity, all the hate speech, all the troubles, all the things we're seeing happening around the world. But here's what I know. Light shines the brightest when it's really, really dark. And I believe we're in one of those opportune moments in history where great people rise to the occasion and do great things and make a great difference. As you may be aware, I turned 50 years old just a few months ago. And when most people are bemoaning reaching that remarkable landmark in their life, I have to tell you, I've never been more excited in my entire life. As we prepare to take our website, our podcast, our business, the ministry work that we do to the next level, what I want to do today is pull back the curtain and give you a peek inside. We want to talk about some of the lessons that we've learned. I'd like to share with you some of the changes that have occurred in my life. I want to be real honest and transparent with you and talk about some of the challenges that we faced along the way. Most of all, 
I want to talk about the glorious hope that I personally have right now about my future and about yours. I'm calling this episode, this special edition episode, the State of the Host Address. It's an inside look at my own quest for the next level. Well, five years ago, or thereabout, a little over five years ago, I, I, my life took an unexpected turn, one that would take me on a journey that, quite frankly, I could not have imagined. And don't get me wrong, the journey has not come to an end, <laughs> not even close. In fact, the journey continues, and it will continue, I trust, for the rest of my life. I, I always want to be questing to borrow a term from Fellowship of the Sword Ministries, my dear friends and people that I love and care for dearly and the great work that they're doing. But I, I, I trust that my quest for more, my quest for greater influence, my quest for making a bigger impact, my quest for fulfilling my assignment, my, my destiny, my purpose here in this earth, I trust that never ends. The unexpected part of this journey for me was the significant change in what I thought I would be doing the rest of my life, or should I say, uh, the significant change in the context or the roles that I would be playing in doing what I was created to do. Probably that deserves some attention and maybe even a little bit of explanation. So let me go back for a minute for those that may be listening to us for the first time, or maybe you really haven't heard some of the, the context of our story over the last number of years, let me go back a little bit. For 20-plus years, my primary focus and vocation was that of church ministry or clergy-type work. I worked on staff of a church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for 13, 14 years, And then in the year 2003, my wife and I were commissioned to plant a new church where we served as the senior leaders of that ministry for eh, 12 plus years. All of those years, all of my adult life, I've always had a particular knack in the business world. In fact, I have a real gift for business and consulting and coaching and mentoring and problem solving. It just seems to be a gift that God's given me. But for many, many years, I only applied those particular gifts in what I would refer to as a Christian or church type environment. I have to say this, and I say this not to be in any way condescending or to be critical, but for most of my adult life, because of my knack for problem solving and consulting and seeing things that could be done in a better way. I've been concerned for many years about people not being mentored, not being coached, people that were not plugged into systematic development on a personal, on a leadership, on a business level. I've really watched as a lot of people, especially Christians or believers, were frankly not prepared for service. They weren't 
being equipped or empowered to serve their community or serve their world in their respective area of expertise or their respective area of specialization. I have to say, I've just questioned for a while, quietly, by the way, the overall effectiveness of the models and the systems that were employed by many of the people that I associated with. But during that time, I was fully committed, fully vested in continuing and growing my career in that particular arena. In 2012, I I began my own personal quest for that next level, and that was born out of a very healthy discontent. I believe it was God himself who sort of seeded the discontent uh, in my heart so that I would pursue and look and search as I was presented with the opportunity to go higher, to explore possibilities, I said yes. I said a huge yes. If you've not heard me talk about you about that, you certainly want to go back and listen to some previous episodes concerning this journey. But in 2012, I began the process, and I do mean the process of walking this out one day at a time. Some things that I've discovered along the way, especially in the early part of this process, was that There's really no room for being double-minded if you really are intent on going to the next level. You really cannot have your cake and eat it too. You can't can't say you want what's on the next level while simultaneously and with equal force and commitment holding on to what you've been doing, what you've been believing, what you've been saying uh, in the previous level. You just can't have it both ways. I figured out early on that to choose this path and to be committed to this path was most likely going to cost me some things. You know, (laughs) they say that everything of value is going to cost you something. And I do believe that's true. I don't believe it's always necessarily a massive sacrifice or some great loss. But here's what I know. Whatever the cost, it's most likely worth it. And in my case, what I've discovered is that it's become evident that the cost, quote-unquote, was merely an investment for what was waiting for me on the other side. And if you think in terms of something costing you something, then you'll have a particular attitude towards that new thing. If you think in terms of, I'm going to invest something here, then your mindset is a return on your investment. And so... In this case, whatever it was going to cost me was actually simply the law of the seed going to work for me. I had to put something in the ground and let it die so that something new could emerge and flourish and grow and produce a different type of harvest for my life. In fact, there's a great scripture that says, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Something does have to die in order for a new harvest, a new crop, a new uh, producing entity to emerge. Well, you really can't be double-minded about that. You can't preserve what has been and hope for what hasn't yet been in the same breath. (laughs) 
you have to go all in. You've heard me many times on the program. If you're a regular listener here, my poker analogy or my poker metaphor, I, I don't play poker. I've never played poker. I don't have anything against it. But I love watching it. And in watching these professional players play hands of Texas Hold'em or any other type of card game, there comes a point in the game where the player who's really serious is going to take all of his or her chips and push them into the middle of the table and risk everything for the possibility of winning everything. I had to risk what I had in my hand in order to reap the reward of what had yet to be revealed. This was a next-level commitment. Well, another thing that I've learned is that when you decide to take this journey, everything about your identity and the meaning of life is going to be brought into question. Now, some would refer to this as a midlife crisis. I mentioned a while ago I turned 50, and so you know I'm supposed to be having a midlife crisis. Well, I'm not. There's no crisis here at all. But it is a season in which we evaluate things. It's a season that when you say yes to what you don't know and what you have not yet put your arms around and your even your head around, it calls into question everything that you've known to that point. And it's, it's really required in the process. There's actually a science behind this. It's called individuation. It was popularized by the great psychologist Carl Jung. And I'll have, I have a great article, by the way, that I won't take time to read here on the episode, but I'll link to it in the show notes that talks about how, you know, there comes a point in time where you've grown up and your parents have expected certain things of you and people around you have expected certain things of you and you've been thrust into a particular mode of operation because there is this world of expectation that sort of squeezes you into a mold, but yet you reach a point in your life where you begin to get in touch with what's really deep in your heart, what I call created purpose. Carl Jung referred to it as self-actualization. I just simply say, look, you're born for a reason. You were created for a unique and a very special purpose in this world. And, and getting in touch with that, really getting in touch with that is so important if we're going to accomplish the, the thing for which we are here to do. What you do is not who you are. This was a big challenge for me. It's a big challenge for me. Because my identity, my worth, my value was completely wrapped up in these roles and titles and the recognition and the, the I guess, the status. And those things defined me for such a big season of my life. And yet when I was invited by God in 2012 to go to the next level, I didn't know at the time, but it was going to to require me to begin to evaluate all of those things in a different light. The next level was truly calling me to a different place. And in the process, roles have changed, mentors have changed, my relationship circles have changed, my significance uh, is no longer anchored to some of those things that I thought, quite frankly, defined me. And all of this has created a beautiful, a very beautiful, beautiful world for me, but also a very challenging dilemma. Why? 
Because if, if my identity and my worth and my value is not tied specifically to those roles and titles and to the status of being a certain thing or doing a certain thing, then who am I? Who am I really? Why am I here? What's, what is my place of significance really? And that has been, if I, if I want to get really just super honest with you today, and I do, that has been my quest. That has been my challenge. That has been the, the day-by-day journey of searching, of praying, of asking my heavenly Father to give me more insight, more understanding, more clarity on, all right, what is this really about? Because I really do want to know. Another thing that's happened in this process is my core philosophy and beliefs have been challenged. Many of the things that I grew up believing to be true in so many different areas have been brought into the examination room. They've, of necessity, had to come under the microscope and really be vetted at a deeper, more authentic, more congruent level. Because, you see, concerning our beliefs, we make a great deal of assumption. We assume that the core beliefs that have been governing our lives for all of these years, we assume those beliefs are accurate and true and right. And yet, so few people examine those beliefs and really determine, are these beliefs serving the greater purpose that God has placed in my life? Are these things aligned with what God knows to be true about me even? Beliefs about life, beliefs about relationships, beliefs about money, think about it, beliefs about God, beliefs about religion, beliefs about culture, beliefs about marriage and family and children and and just all about service. We all have these deeply rooted underlying beliefs that are absolutely governing our lives every day. And in this season of my life, my dear friends, I have to tell you that I have purposefully and very strategically allowed every belief to come onto the examination table. Nothing has been off limits. Nothing. Nothing. Pursuing a genuine next-level experience requires one to take an honest look at what they believe, why you believe it. Some cases, it will require you, as it has with me, to reassess even the grid from which certain things are processed. In my case, one of the most significant changes has come in the area of how I view God, how I relate to God. Why is that important? Well, as a child, there were so many things that I was taught, maybe even second nature or indirectly, about God, about how he views me, about how he punishes those that he dislikes. And I've had to uproot and literally just eradicate so many viewpoints that I held about God in order to recreate a baseline that was healthy and right and that would serve God's purpose in my life in the next season. 
been a big deal for me, a really big deal for me. Another major thing that I've discovered along the way is the power of faith and the ability to believe, how important the ability to believe really is. I want you to think about this. As it relates to questing for that new level, I found this to be true. You have to believe in what you have yet to see. Somebody said seeing is believing. Well, maybe that's true for you. I would say in this journey, not seeing and yet believing is where the big reward really is. In fact, Jesus said, blessed are those who have not seen yet they believe. Another great scripture regarding this idea of faith and belief is faith is the substance, the tangible, touchable substance of things that we're hoping for. And it is the evidence of things not seen. That sounds like a a contradiction, really, in both cases. Because if you're hoping for it, you don't yet have it in your hand. And if you can't see it, it really shouldn't be able to be submitted as evidence. But yet this says faith is substance and it is also evidence of things that you haven't yet seen. So faith is the ability to believe in that thing that you've not yet seen or touched, but yet you know that it's out there. You know it's true. You know it's attainable. Pursuing a next level life requires raw faith. It requires us to to take action in spite of uncertainty. (laughs) Well, you know, I want to know, I got to make sure that before I go from point A to point B that I know all the details and I have scientifically proven and formulated and made sure. No, that's not how faith works. Faith requires us to step into something even when we're not totally sure. It requires us at times to to actually move forward without even necessarily knowing where forward is. Now, let me give you the other side of this coin. Sometimes faith also requires us to wait because we can go out and create something. We can go out and make something happen, but it might not be the something that we really are wanting to, to produce. And so sometimes Believing in God's preferred future for your life requires you to wait for further instruction. (laughs) Boy, oh boy, have I learned a little bit about that in my life. Sometimes it's just take the step that you can see, but if you don't see a step, all right, stand still for a minute and just wait. Be patient. I would suggest that the most important time to stand firm in your faith and just wait is when nothing is happening. (laughs) That's hard because we live in a culture, we live in a time when everything is instant gratification. It's now. It's if it doesn't if it didn't happen yesterday, we want to know why not. Faith and the ability to believe is not predicated on necessarily. Uh, something happening right now. Sometimes it's a matter of waiting, and that's okay. Another thing that I think I've landed on during this process in my own life is 
humility, and the willingness to to learn. And let me explain what I mean by humility in that context. I, I don't know everything. And gosh, can I just tell you that's hard for me to admit? Because I'm 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 a strategist, I'm a thinker, I'm a coach, I'm a mentor, I'm a I'm all these things. But while I'm these things, I, I've always felt this incessant pressure to have all the answers. And, and here's the deal. I've come to understand I don't have all the answers. I don't know everything about everything. But what I don't know, I have the capacity to learn. And this necessitates that I bring the right people around me, that I submit myself to people who are farther along than me, and I say, look, I want to I be your student. I want to be, be mentored. I want to be challenged. I want, I want you to hold me accountable. It means humbling myself and not always being the guy. I want to have the right people around me, teachers, mentors, coaches, friends, the ones that, that quite honestly are best suited for me, not only on this level, but moving into the new level. Just a few things I've learned. I've, t- I've shared more with you along the way. As it relates to relationships, not everybody's going to go with you to the next level, and that's okay. I don't celebrate the change of relationships that I've experienced over the last five years. It's not like something I'm thrilled about, but I will say it's been necessary in all cases and I've never been left alone. For whatever relationship maybe whatever vacuum was created by relationships that didn't go with me to the next level, the vacuum has been filled by great new relationships that mean the world to me in this new place. And that is so important. So I promised you that I was going to give you the state of the host. <laughs> That's me. Where am I today? What am I feeling? What am I thinking? What is my heart condition? Well, I'm going to just share with you very quickly a few things that will, I think, underline and put an exclamation point by where my heart is right now. Turning 50 is not the beginning of the end, ladies and gentlemen. It's the beginning of a new beginning. That's how I'm approaching this. It is a new beginning. Some people refer to 50 as halftime, and there's a great book written about halftime, and I believe in the principles written in that book, but the, Bob Buford does not suggest that, that you're halfway done. In fact, I'll tell you, I'm not halfway done. I'm just getting started. All of the rest of this has been preparation for me to step into the starting blocks. And now I'm about to run. I'm about to run fast. I'm going to run hard. I'm going to run effectively. I'm not halfway done. I'm just getting started. Here's another thing I can tell you about me right now. I am confident in whose I am. Whose? W-H-O-S-E. And I am learning more and more every day about who I am. I will confess to you, I I am not 100% clear on who I am and why I'm here. But every day, I'm learning more. I'm becoming more clear. This may sound like the antithesis of the humility idea I shared a moment ago, but it's really not at all. 
I recognize and I embrace the fact that I have accomplished some incredible things in my first 50 years. I also believe at a deep level that I have impacted and influenced and helped a lot of people in my lifetime. But I have only scratched the surface as to the impact and the influence that I really believe my life and my work is going to have. That's where my heart is. That's what I know. That's why I can confidently say I'm not halfway done. I'm, not, I'm just, I mean, this has been like, you know, the pregame show. This has been the appetizer, okay? It really has. Some things that I know about me, I'm a teacher. I am a coach. I'm a leader to leaders. I'm an encourager. And a, I'm a, I try my best to be a good friend. I'm a father to two incredible kids, but truly I'm a father to so many other leaders. I don't mean that in a spiritual father sense. I'm talking about there are just so many young people, young men especially, who need the voice of an affirming father in their life saying, you can do this. You have this. And that's who I want to be. I know that my work matters. And what really matters most to me is seeing people built, people encouraged, people equipped and empowered to be the greatest expression of who God has called them to be. I am incredibly hopeful in this season. I am over-the-top excited about the possibilities. I am full of life, and I'm full of energy, and I'm becoming healthier and stronger every day. I am absolutely committed to taking care of me. I am constantly on a quest to learn more, to grow to become better, to become bigger. I am so created to serve people like you, and I am committed with all of my heart to serving with all of my heart. I love God. I love my wife. I love my kids. I'm so proud of them. I deeply love and am committed to my friends and my colleagues, and I deeply love and I'm committed to you. And as we embark around here, as I embark, Brian Holmes, and as we embark as a company, as a leadership team, on this newest chapter, this quest for more, I want to encourage you to join this movement. Don't be discouraged by all the stuff happening around you. Say yes to God, say yes to the possibilities and join the movement for more. Join the movement to take your next level. Don't just settle for yesterday's victories. I encourage you to commit to all of tomorrow's possibilities. You say, Brian, how are you doing? I'm in a great place. And I am ready to climb this mountain to the next level. My question is, how about you? 
Well, you can find the show notes for this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 262. brianholmes.com forward slash 262. And you do not want to miss next week. Next week's episode is going to be a special preview of what's coming at brianholmes.com. I'm going to share with you some of the vision, some of the plans about the podcast, about the website, about some of our coaching opportunities. I'm going to share some big things with you, and I cannot wait. I just ugh, I want to do it right now, but I can't. i got to wait. You're not going to want to miss this episode as we give you a sneak peek at what the next level looks like for us here at brianholmes.com and the Strategic Influencers Organization. Well, we encourage you, if you've not already done so, to subscribe to our weekly email updates. And please, do share this episode with your friends on social media. Shoot them an email, call them on the phone, send them a text, say, you've got to listen to what's happening at brianholmes.com. For those of you who are truly ready to make an investment and take your life, your leadership, your business, your ministry to the next level, I would like to invite you to chat with me personally about bringing me alongside of you to coach you, to mentor you, and to help you to come into that new level. We have coaching opportunities available for you right now at brianholmes.com. Check that out and send us a note. We'd be happy to talk to you about that. Hey, until next time, may God richly bless you and may you be encouraged and challenged to take your life, your leadership, and your business to the next level.